Welcome to the Divine Joy Circle with your host, Tina Van Leuven. This podcast is for soul-inspired entrepreneurs who find it challenging to create and maintain their ideal work-life balance. Listen in and experience how you can let joy be your guide to creating money, miracles, and true wealth in all aspects of your life and business. Hi, I'm Tina, and thanks for taking time out of your busy day to join me here inside the Divine Joy Circle for another episode of Joyful Connections. And I'm delighted to welcome back one of my regular special guests, Nalini, from Chalice of Wisdom and Fieldtuning.com. Welcome back, Nalini. Thanks, Tina. Yeah, gosh, I would just love to explore a topic that's been uh, coming up into my awareness over the last uh, few weeks or so and shift something huge around this the other day. It was awesome. And it's this whole topic of the masculine, feminine, male, female, how it plays out in this difference between gender and the, the different um, that double standards for being male or female and how that's been distorted with masculine and feminine energy, all the entanglements and often that love-hate, push-pull, inner conflict and how that can play out in business. Yeah. Why yeah. did you talk about that? <laughs> wow. Well, that's a whole big Gordian knot's worth of stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, as you and I were speaking the other day, when we did that, that shifting for you, it's, it's really hardwired, li- literally hardwired to use, you know, computer speak into our DNA. So yes, we, we have the physical genderized bodies. One has a double X chromosome. One has an XY. Is one better? Well, the arguments about that really stem from the stem cells where all of this stuff is programmed and has been for I don't know, 70-some generations, it's about 5,000 years on this world if you think about linear of space-time, right? So now it's pretty DNA in the cellular structures. So we're not just talking about the physical gender. You know, we come into this incarnation, we infuse our essence into these bodies, and we choose to have an experience of one gender or the other because that's how biology works on this world, Okay. And one set of energies is not better than another. They are all part of the all. They are all part of all that is. And really, anyone who stops to contemplate this will ultimately, unless they are really dogmatically positioned, and some are, they will ultimately get to the point of, oh, energy is energy, energy is energy, and it is we, the bipeds, who have boxed and labeled and categorized and fixed what energy belongs with which gender, what energy flows in which way. We have categorized certain things as male, certain things as female, certain things as masculine or feminine. And there are certain flows that are easier within each of these bodies. There are certain traits that simply go with the the physiology. But that's really as far as it needs to go. However, (laughs) one of the questions you asked me earlier was, is every so-called human body on this world programmed in the DNA with this, this mesh, this mix-up, and all these distortions? And yes, as one awakens, as one more of their essence and transcends, literally transcends the DNA, allowing consciousness to inform it. You know, remember Dr. Bruce Lipton, cellular biologist, consciousness informs DNA. I'm so happy he wrote that book. <laughs> I know, it was great. <laughs> It's like some of us have known this for a long time and someone wrote it who's a scientist. (laughs) Yeah. 
anyway, all of this, as it transcends, more and more of that drops. And, and for all of those who have practiced years or lifetimes of egoic dissolution, that's part of what drops in consciousness. What we're all being asked to do now is let this clear in our bodies. So the prejudice, all of this out of the judgment, we talked about that, all of this that comes out of what's programmed into our DNA. So um, to, to use an example, you know, men are this way, women are this way. Wow, what a simplistic judgmental way to think. Mm. And those categorizations, and in every culture, they exist and they're different in every culture, which really adds to the cluster. Mm. You know, it's just, you, know you, get, you get multicultural and it gets, starts to get really confused. The more that we relax back into the natural world, elements and elementals the more it becomes more clear certain things are biological imperatives you know the creation of new life by the joining of certain types of energies right you know seminal that is just what's inherent on these world and in these bodies and then there's all the other stuff that's well this is supposed to act this way and that's supposed to act that way and if you don't you get judged or maligned or disenfranchised and at the root of all of this that's shifting on the planet right now is that all of these patterns that are judged need to be broken up and they are being seen so right now there's a huge wave of chaos breaking this up and everything that is cruel or vicious or mean about this male, female, masculine, feminine interaction needs to disappear. Mm. I mean, this is a, one could say if you type them into one or the other, and in a, in a gender, genderized world, it's hard not to do that, right? Mm. But these are meant to complement and helpmate one another, not to compete and disenfranchise and make lower than and turn it into a power struggle. I mean, it's been said, you know, this is a world and true but I would, I would clarify that a little bit maybe just with the source the transmission that comes through me as well it's a world for learning and understanding about how energy works you know love is the ultimate power light is the ultimate power power has bad definitions power over power for you know these things are starting to come into the mainstream about how all of this has been twisted and misaligned and, you know, conditioned and really mucked up. All of that is what's leaving. And so right now it can actually seem appear that things are worse. And we have all these beliefs get worse before they get better. You have to have the breakdown before you have the breakthrough. This was all stuff from the last cycle. I mean, all of us, unless you're younger than four years old, <laughs> um, all of us were born, raised, educated in the last cycle. So why wouldn't we have those things in us? The thing that, that you were asking about the DNA is what's in there that's twisted. Well, all of these relationships. So for instance, if you have the XY chromosomes, then there are patterns in that body, hardwired in that body, hardware, firmware, that says act this way, treat the XX chromosomes this way, dismiss or deny some cases worship but it's all it's all kind of twisted you know and then vice versa if you're an xx chromosome you know that's the identifier for the body and you're looking at an xy then you're supposed to behave this way or view it this way or react to it this way 
And so much of this is unconscious. Mm. It's literal lines of code in our bodies that like what you and I were talking about is you had done all this clearing work, really feel you know, more androgynous in the best sense, meaning have all of the qualities. It doesn't mean you have none of them. It means you have all of them. You really have source flowing through you. And then all this stuff started to kick up, mm. you know, because we have huge Mars adjustments a lot of what are called it's the outward flowing energy a lot of what is called male energy or aggressive energy is shifting right now out of vicious cruel and mean and dominating into and controlling into what the truth of that is which is nurturing providing supporting protecting you know i mean think of the mother bear energy you know that's a feminine energy right but it's that outward protective what you might call aggression that stops the minute that the cub is no longer threatened mm-hmm. you know, there's some, there's a difference about that that says no i'm this is a protection not you know not malicious right difference and one of the sources of the energy of war on this planet has been this programming this twisted stuff in our dna that keeps us competing and in conflict when the truth of our essence is that we don't need to be doing this at all. We are not built for that. It's why it wreaks such havoc on our bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this, this, some of this, this is not the only thing. There are lots of things, but some of this programming is what causes disease energetically. It's what causes illness energetically. You know, once it gets into the physiology, there are other things in play. You know, but it's, it's this conflict that really no longer needs to be there. Yeah, and what I thought was so interesting Realizing the distortion between thinking, oh, embodying the divine feminine or the embodying divine masculine, as you hear, you know, being spoken about. And I was like, well, it's all there. Yeah, as long as there's distortion there, that that energy is the same as male, female, and therefore gender based, it creates this incredible inner conflict and tug of war. And if you're not aware of it, then it can keep on acting out in the so-called outer reality relationships, or you'll find it happening within, if you're aware of that. And it was like, I know that when this was coming for me, I was like absolutely gobsmacked, amazed at the intensity of the raging and the resentment and the, the like hatred and everything that was coming in there. While at the same time, I love... Um, masculine energy i love feminine energy but i really can think that the distortion there was off the 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 family stories passed down you know and i think how many are not aware of this this is fascinating yeah it's genetically implanted genetically conditioned genetically you know imprinted that there are these warring things i mean uh, you know anyone in psychology will tell you well there's your family of origin stuff and you will view relationships the way that sort of your parents were Thing. That's just one more level of conditioning. And unfortunately, it's the most surface level. It's the one most people deal with. Mm-hmm. And right, so, you know, that work needs to be done. But there's the deeper stuff that's like, that's in the body where I remember even, even once a lot of that had, had been worked through for me, coming on pockets of like that where something would just explode. And, and I would think, well, where, where did this come? And, and, you know, it comes from both sides, you know, and, I, and you see it in um, spiritual traditions as well. Like, oh, well, you know, la, 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 we think we have this right. We have a path to religion or spiritual tradition does have a path to the divine. You know, it's what resonates with anyone. But it's like, well, it excludes this or it includes this. So 
I agree with you. Like when, when we're talking divine feminine or divine masculine, we're still typing. Hmm. We're still making two columns. We're still approaching it from duality when yes is there polarity in this world yes there is it's a genderized world it is polarized does there need to be duality which implies a pendulum swing which implies us and them which implies either or it's that makes me nauseous it was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is the old cycle and this is what it is the unified field is truth and we all have energies within us. So it's interesting, as, as you and I were finding, to find within yourself. Like when you find, when in a female embodiment, you find the misogyny within yourself, within what you would call your inner male or your masculine energies. It's just those, con, those circuits, those conduits of energy. Oh, look at that. You know, and that's been called patriarchal feminine. Um, there's, there's patriarchal or there's actual, actual matriarchal masculine where it's, oh, well, you know, I hate all these things about men and, and the male body had it and vice versa. And it's, it's that have been structured to keep us separate, to keep us controlled. And the best way to let that drop is to do the DNA clearing work in whatever way it shows up for you. You know, there are many practitioners, really good ones, and allow your consciousness to permeate your body so that you realize these flows of energy come through my body in all of these different ways. Yeah, so beautiful. And I mean, this shift... And this was also funny because I knew it was like this was something foundational that needed to pop. Because normally, I'm, you know, I can usually I can see whatever is is, is locking the thing in place. And this one, uh, <laughs> I could get it. <laughs> and then feeling of every the lightness. Oh, it's just so beautiful. But then that made me realize, wow, how is this playing out in business? And you were talking to me before about you know some of the, the clients that you work with, and I've come across it as well, realizing that it's not in uh, public awareness very much as to what's going on with, for example, people who are in uh, CEO positions, and especially if they're men, and in big companies, realizing that they are realizing that things are shifting, business is used to anymore, and it's to do with this masculine-feminine, uh, male-female everything yeah some of it is to do with the, the shift that's happening in general a lot of it is that but the, the um, archetypes are all crumbling and shifting and so you know I, I mean I was in corporate business for years and years decades and was a consultant and so I got, sort of got to see it all because mm-hmm. as a consultant I work in a lot of companies instead of just one and it was interesting to watch the archetypes play out there was sort of the standard crusty old boys club kind of thing and a lot of that really is softening because honestly those men a lot of them have really good hearts mm. just brick and mortar it and you don't do that in business and then there is a reality with business is all about energy it's just energy you know it isn't it isn't about the bottom line as much although you can't say that to a business person, really. But, you know, it's, it's about resources and about the flow of energy. Energy is the ultimate resource. So if you look at it that way, energy can be moved, energy can be shifted. Things can not only be corrected, but if you really go to the root cause, which is the thing, you know, if you go to the root cause of it, it's always energy. There's an energy to be shifted that will shift everything. And what I've watched play out for the decades that I was in um, the corporate world was, 
of course, there's the glass ceiling, there's the whole women shouldn't be in business. And it's interesting because not only is that a belief system, but it's hardwired into both masculine and feminine DNA, even the enlightened of men, so to speak. And, and, you know, there are some. It's that they would say, oh, I don't believe that. I believe in equality. And they, they would be speaking their truth. But there's a way where in their DNA, in those, you know, in that Y chromosome, there's this thing that says, no, this is superior. This needs to be on top, in control, dominating. And they might not believe that and not want it, a lot of them, you know, and they suffer for it. And well, X chromosome in the quote unquote feminine embodiment that also has the, you should not be doing these things. It's a big should. And mentally, consciously, in energy, everyone will deny this, you know, and have done their own work to stand in their power, whatever, the, whatever those processes are. And they all are good at a psychological level. There's a certain point where it really has to come out of the DNA of the planet. Mm-hmm. It has to be replaced with light. That's how that will play out. We all know about the whole, you know, masculine domination of the feminine in business. But then there's the other side of that where I remember, you know, going into to corporate world and corporations. I worked in lots of banks. So just <laughs> talk about, you know, brick and mortar kind of thing. But I met a lot of really, really amazing people there too. It was funny because I met so many women managers especially in IT, there, tend, there tended to be more of a balance for a long time. And I met so many women managers who were embodying the principle that in order to succeed in business, you have to do it the way a man does. Mm. And it's all in the definition. There are some things, there are skills that someone who has not played on that field, been in that arena, needs to learn. Mm. You know, strategic thinking, an understanding benefits the bottom line what benefits the all these things have must be learned and employed and a lot of women are really good at them you know because <laughs> after all women run the homes you know? <laughs> yeah you know that's a business whether anybody wants to but I would see these women come in and try and emulate the male behavior and it runs counter to their bodies. It runs counter to what goes on in their physical bodies. And so it would be devastating to them and half the time they wouldn't know it. But I would see these women, you could, you could say act out worse than the men mm-hmm. because they're trying to emulate something that's not only not natural, it's unconscionable. Yeah. <laughs> and most with some of some of the ones who are the worst actor outers in, in the male or female you know genders they would agree with that it's like no one doesn't treat another human being that way right regardless of the circumstance this is the kind of behavior i'm talking about and then you have the the flip side of those who would just you know oh dismiss her she shouldn't be in the room and then you have the things where you know in the it companies i worked in a lot of them where it really didn't matter Except for maybe, you know, one or two people. But it's it's this hardwiring that's in there that's unconscious. It's more the unconscious behavior. Conscious, this is a good thing. Mm. So many men who have these lovely, delicious, what you might call feminine energy flowing through them or be more balanced in their feminine side. I mean, I don't usually use male and female, as you know, so it's a little strange for me to yeah. talk in these <laughs> Energy is energy, and let's go from there. But, you know, but these things do show up in business. And what's happening now, what I notice now, and a lot of the work I've done over the last almost 30 years now, 
has been to bring more of an awareness of the great mother energy, which is a, one filter, one anthropomorphization of the all that is the, the infinite field. And when I speak of that, I'm speaking of the qualities of gentleness, of nurturing, of nourishment, of acknowledgement, of support. Business expression becomes life-affirming. Business needs to move into expressing, and this might seem counterintuitive to those who are focused on the bottom line, but it really isn't. You're thinking energy, and it's the shift of energy that will support business going forward are the qualities of nurturing, nourishing, acknowledgement, support, and cherishing. And does that mean business goes all touchy-feely? Well, probably not in this lifetime, although somehow, <laughs> but um, irrelevant point mm-hmm. you know business is business and things have to get done and you know that's the way it functions mm-hmm. it's all very clean and pristine and precise when it's done from appropriate energy you know, it's all about the appropriate flows of energy and it's shifting business into that which is life affirming now does that make it feminine if that's your definition of something feminine then i suppose it does mm-hmm. I mean, this universe has been said to be feminine only because we ascribe the qualities of nurturing, nourishing, life-supporting to femininity. Mm. Why, didn't, why don't we just, you know, say that those are what they are? And then the universe does that. The infinite field. And this is where business needs to come from now. And it is shifting. You know, it may not appear that way, but it is shifting to where it's not just the game of, you know, who dies with the most toys or boys behaving badly or any of that stuff. You know, it's, it, it's not, it's that way in a lot of places still, but I think that what's going to be found is that the playing field, the foundation under that has been sort of, the rug's been pulled out. Mm-hmm. And that type of behavior, if it's perpetuated, it's just going to sink into the mire or fall apart. Mm-hmm. You, know, and you and I have talked about how so many entrepreneurs there's not an entrepreneur I've ever met or heard about who does not work off of intuition. Mm. You know, brilliant flashes of illumination that our genius come from intuition. Is that feminine? Well, it's a quality. Is it feminine? I don't know. That's your, your definition. Is it? <laughs> I say directly from source. You can call it whatever you want to. <laughs> so it's new, this new way of doing business where we, as we do business, because that's the modality of interaction sort of in the world for energy exchange in the form of commerce, as we do that, it needs to become life-affirming. It needs to become that collaborative dance of, wouldn't it be cool if mm. and the, each of us or this group or whatever come together and they flow, you know, the way a river flows or an ocean current, there's a rock there, it flows around it. Mm. And so make it and some don't and the teams shift and change and there's nothing wrong about that it's not good bad it's the energy shifting and our need as a species to flow with it instead of to try and control it Mm. you know life affirming business is that which promotes nature the environment environmental awareness green building you know those kinds of things the protection of the waters you know the elimination of pollution and of you know toxic waste all that that stuff that's just just cool and mean to the planet that is the mother of our bodies and those energies that not only need to stop but the but the programs to come out of our bodies so that we stop 
creating that in our environment. You know, whatever runs in your physical body energetically projects into your physical world. It is an extension, your experience of it, not your creation, but is an extension of what's here, of what's inside, what's literally running in your body. Once that's really gone mainstream or once everybody really understands that, it will change everything. It's like a whole communities at first, societies built around what is life affirming, what is what raises vibration, what shifts frequency, what shifts everyone's frequency bundle, which is another way to talk about your assemblage point or config file or how you're put together, you know, however, whatever terminology you want to use. The more that shifts, it extrapolates what we would call externally, but it has to go into that realm of business where we interact, maybe not just on a handshake just yet, because we're not quite there in some areas we are, but from this place of understanding that this is an energetic commitment that has integrity, mm. balance, and that is going to, yes, promote the welfare of each company, each individual, and not be about the bottom line, but maybe what actually is sustainable not even the highest good there are a lot of lofty ideas about that and everyone has a different one so how's that going to work <laughs> yes it's it's the right intention but maybe not so practically applicable applicable in this arena mm. you know but I feel like this is for what's sustainable for our bodies for the planet for our children for our grandchildren for seven generations then business becomes life affirming and then and be successful and all of this shifting and turbulence and chaos will start to smooth out mm. and then we might even see the weather change a little bit you know? <laughs> yeah it's like peace and calm on the inside and wow we may have peace and calm <laughs> reflected in the environment yeah you know she's going through her shits and, and mm. but we contribute to that mm -hmm. and a good place to begin or I mean, it's everywhere. We need to begin everywhere. It's sort of where we are right now. Everything needs to shift everywhere. But wouldn't it be great to have a new business paradigm, so to speak, or a new business that isn't on witch hunting, that isn't based on what's wrong, that where root cause analysis becomes, oh, there's an energy shift that needs to be made. Let's make it. Mm -hmm. Let's change this into what is life-affirming and sustainable and good for us in our world. Yeah. yeah. Ability is now, and we, we may or may not live to see it happen all over the world, but there's a good chance. So, I have two things. One would be well, that's a great example that when you let joy be your guide, then you let yourself be aligned with what is joyful for you, then you're contributing whatever uplifts you in, in this new way of business. That's exactly what that's calling for that everyone can just be really expressed. And then the other thing I'm just curious about is this something the sisters was like, oh my gosh. This is one of those things, I guess, that once it's cleared and you realize, how the heck did I not see that before? And like, how could any, <laughs> this is like so foundational. Is that just a matter of that the, 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 whatever the shifts have happened before led up to this being possible to be released now? Or is it a matter of the energy supporting it at this time that this can finally come out? <laughs> well it's all that isn't it i mean all of us who 
last cycle did so consciously at some level and did so, you know, one could say we did it to learn things, but that's an agenda and agendas leave when we leave the body. And then we say, oh, well, that, that worked out this way. It's like taking a course at university where you're not really sure. I mean, you may have to take it because it's part of your program, but you're not really sure whether that was a benefit or not. Some lifetimes are like that. Some, the last cycle was all about martyrdom and domination and control. And some of us were curious. I don't think many of us are anymore. Those of us who were clear about our curiosity, it was like, oh, okay. Well, that's why that functions and maybe not so interested anymore. So, yes, it's partly the progress of what has gone before on this world. I think it's only one of many. And then there's also just the cycle shift has shifted the foundational energy radically and is continuing to shift during this time, as we've talked about. And so that is supportive of what's new and what is life affirming and what is spirit based, divinely based. You know, whatever words you use for that, you're probably right. And, you know, just it is based in that we must come from that sacred space. And then everything will be different. And now in in this world with, with this the genetics and all of that as well, it has been helped by what's gone before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just really interesting. I just, wow, I just think, oh my gosh, things are shifting so fast now. Seems that way anyway. It's like, wow, just at such amazing pace. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I can hardly wait to see where it will be like equinox time comes around. And oh my gosh, you know, a few more months and this year is over. Like, wow. I know. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. There are little games one can play. I, I did an intensive over the weekend and all about the assemblage point shift and the shift on the planet right now. And there's a little game you can play, which like between this equinox and one in March, and there are two eclipse windows. It's, it's a huge chaotic transition. It's incredibly turbulent, but there's a game you can play where just be in the flow of your energy. See yourself as a streaming being. You know, we all understand streaming, right? It's like, see yourself as a streaming being because that's closer to the truth. And then ping or, you know, touch into how your being will look and feel, feel mostly toward that second equinox, toward March. Then as you do that, ask that bit. It's, you know, psychologists, your future self. Well, since your future self exists within the all, it's really easy to do, actually. (laughs) But, you know, it's just right there. But you just... It helps to look at your energy in using your inner sight, using your internal knowing or just quiet time, whatever. Feel that energy and then bring that here now because you're just, you're literally plucking it from, you know, the infinite and saying, we'll bring a little of that here. And then if you do it again, you'll notice, oh, that looks a little different now. We'll bring a little of that here. It's what's possible now and focusing that and then watch what shows up. You know, that that's the fun part. The more you let, source, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. And you come from that place and anything you do, the more everything shifts and changes. And all of those things out there, your future selves will morph and shift and change as well. Mm-hmm. Your future experience, which is really what we're talking about, mm-hmm. will morph and change as well and continually. And you can kind of refine that process by just checking in with it. Well, how would this look to that energy configuration you know if you project your ego onto it well how would this look to that that me in this personality then well you won't be this personality then so that's 
a pointless exercise. But, you know, it's like, look at how that shifts. Look at this configuration. Look at that one. Oh, wow. Well, let's bring some of that here. And bring that in and integrate it. It speeds the process up. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's fun. And it's got, that's part of it, isn't it? It's like really connecting and allowing yourself to just have fun with it and to let that childlike curiosity come out in a way like, oh, the sense of wonder, you know, wonder. I wonder what we can play with here. What will we discover there? And maybe it's just the, 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 the default habits of having sludged through, you know, all the muck of the last whatever. There's almost like a sense of like, oh, you need to shrug off that so that you can really allow yourself to play again and mm-hmm. that be the experience. Yeah. How's that often? <laughs> yeah. And just one last, <laughs> one, one last thing. I just, uh, uh, you said something the other day. I thought that was just a really beautiful thing ties in with this new way of business. And when you're talking about many people uh, saying, oh, for the highest good of all, and you offered a refinement there. Yeah, well, it's, it's when some people will say, well, I want what's in the highest good of all. And the funny thing is because the intention of that statement is always to surrender it to source. But you have to remember that there's still programs running in your body and in your unconscious that are filtering it and saying, well, this means this, and we're going to slide that in there. And, and you can ask source to override that, which, or you can say, well, I want this to be, you know, in my, in my highest service, or I want this to be in service. But you have to remember that as source comes through you, you want this to be what resonates with your essence, what is in service of your essence, what is fun and joyful, which is what we were talking about, for your essence, for the source that you are, not for your ego. Yeah. You know, people will sneak in there and try and, and, try and um, co-opt it, because that's what it was designed to do. It's not bad it just is the ego will say oh well i want this what is for what resonates with me and my agenda this is like no what will work going forward is what really resonates what's fun and joyful for your essence Mm -hmm. because if you keep creating what's joyful for your ego you're going to find that it isn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but it's so it's such a beautiful it's such a it's a it's seemingly maybe a small tweak but it makes such a huge impact and i think it's kind of fun to think well the new way of business we're talking about dna this is really about a new dna of business that is life affirming and by allowing yourself to tap into what is joyful and what supports your essence in the most joyful way it's like wow this is really cool Oh, awesome. Wow, we covered a lot here. This is really, really exciting. And I would just, you know, maybe if you have final words, something that you'd like to share before we wrap up our call here and, you know, to sum up this whole topic of male, female, masculine, feminine, new way of business. <laughs> okay. That's good. I said earlier, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of ground to cover. I mean, the basic thing, the main thing that's the key right now is let all those old definitions, those old concepts go. Let them dissolve. There will be nuggets in there of truth. There always are, or we wouldn't build concepts around them. But keep, you know, let spirit, let spirit light that up for you. Let the divine take that over. And then let that be, let those be the seeds that grow the new cycle for you that show you what your resonance is. So dissolving the concept of male, female, masculine, feminine, what's business, what isn't, what power is, and let source show you what is life-affirming, love-affirming, what really grows 
popcorn for all of us, you know, what is going to support the next wave or the next, the next, the many generations, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Beautiful. Wow. Well, for everyone watching and listening, I invite you to just share your comments, your insights, maybe feedback, if you have any questions about this juicy topic here today. And, you know, I would love for this conversation to be shared because there's so much wisdom in here. As I said, you know, that insight of realizing that that's in the DNA and unless that shifts, then it's going to keep playing out is huge. So please share the video, share the podcast leave comments let's get this uh, conversation spread and uh, be engaged in it and let's see what we can create together what can unfold here you know so yeah thank you for taking time out to be here and to share with us I love these conversations and until we meet again go forth let joy be your guide to a life that's worth waking up for every day and many joyful blessings Thanks for listening to the Divine Joy Circle with Tina Van Leuven. Visit innerdelight.com to learn more about Tina's fabulous new Divine Joy Circle membership offering and claim the Money and Miracles Treasure Chest, including meditations to boost your joy and money mojo.